Welcome back to Missing Peace, everybody. Today, I got a story for you to tell you how I essentially learned uh, or came to the conclusion that haggling over price is one of the worst things you can do for your own internal psyche. And that might that might seem uncommon, like, oh, dude, you're a, you're a dude, you should be able to negotiate and like get the best deal for yourself. And I want to challenge that thinking a little bit. And I'm going to do, I'm going to, I'm going to do so by starting about a story. The first, um, the first brand new car I bought as an adult. And at the time it was a Toyota Tacoma. That's what I wanted. <laughs> um, because I lived in the suburbs of Chicago at the time and a full size pickup wouldn't fit in the garage of our old ass house. <laughs> um, so, you know, that's, that's what I wanted. That's, that's what I decided I wanted. And, um, you know, I looked at them online and stuff like that for a year or two. And I was driving around this old shitbox Honda Accord and the thing kept breaking down on me so much that I may as well have had a car payment because every, every other month, you know, it was a thousand dollars of the mechanic or whatever. And, um, you know, Angie being the amazing wife that she is, um, well, first of all, she talks to every single person that we encounter, right? Like she, she gets everybody's life story. And so she, you know, a client came in the gym and, you know, you know, can't just sign him up, right? Like he's got to talk to the guy for 45 minutes. And she's like, Oh, Paul, Chuck sells Toyotas. And she's like, I told him he wanted a Tacoma. I was like, yeah, yeah, I do. And he's like, all right, well, come see me. Okay. And you know, a week or two later, my shit box accord is in the shop for, whatever reason, you know, some, some stupid thing that's going to cost me a thousand dollars. And Angie's just like, dude, go, go see Chuck. Just go buy the damn truck. And I'm like, hell yeah, that's, you know what? You're awesome. And and that's exactly what I'm going to do. I think like we had really turned our gym around at this point. And it's like for years before that I hadn't, I couldn't even fathom buying a new car. You know what I mean? Like it just wasn't, it wasn't even something that considered my mind or that crossed my mind as something I could do. And all of a sudden we could, and she's like, go do it. I'm like, awesome. So I go see Chuck and Dude, he takes care of me. He, he he gets me an awesome truck. He gets me exactly what I want with the exact upgrades I want. You know, all good. I had a really great experience. And, you know, so we get, we order it. They get it all ready for me, paint it up and do the details and do all the stuff that I wanted. And, you know, I, I drive it to the gym the day after I pick it up. And uh, Angie had, had told some some people inside like, Oh, Oh, Paul's coming. He just got a new truck. And one of our clients, this dude was like some sort of professional negotiator of some sort. <clears throat> you know, that's what he did for a living. And he's like, well, how much did you pay for it? Or did you, know, did you pay full price or like whatever? I'm like, Oh, honestly, I don't even really know. Like, I know what the sticker price was and you know, Chuck just kind of hooked me up. Like he, he, he helped me out here so I could get this upgrade. And I, I don't know. I don't really know. Like I just got the truck that I wanted and, and it seems good. And this dude like kind of gave me the, you know, gave me the little like, Oh dude, you should always negotiate. Like kind of made me feel stupid about it. Like, Oh, you should pay at least 20% below MSRP and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, man, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I felt stupid and I felt ashamed. I'm like, fuck, I feel like a little kid. Like, did I just get taken advantage of? Um, and you know, it was, it was silly, but um, here's the deal, man, that, that little sense of shame that that dude put on me with that quote unquote conventional wisdom about haggling over price and how you should always be able to beat people down over price. It, um, it, it forced me to think through this whole situation and come to some conclusions about how I actually feel about that. And the reality is I wanted the truck. 
And I wanted to buy it from a dude that I like and trusted, you know, and since I like this dude and since I trusted this dude, I wasn't going to go in there and try and take as much money out of his pocket as possible. That was never my intention. You know what I mean? And let me be clear. Every dollar that I haggled him down was a dollar out of his pocket. And so for me to think, for me to have this mindset that I could just go in and take his time and take his energy and let him wait on me and let me test drive cars and go through and do all the paperwork and take all of his effort and pay and, and pay as little as possible for it. That's entitled as fuck. That's the conclusion I came to. You know what I mean? I didn't want this. I didn't want somebody I know and like and trusted to prosper less. I didn't want that. And so that's that's where I ended up on and how I, you know, that's that's how I came to this conclusion about haggling. It, but to get to that thought, you know, to get to that thought, I had to go through this huge conflict in my mind, which is really, if you think about it, it's either I can create a win-win situation, which is I win by getting the truck, he wins by getting the money he needs to be happy about the deal, but then I'll be perceived as a sucker, as I was, that's ultimately what happened, or I can create a win-lose by beating him up on price. So even though I win, I get the truck that I want, he's resentful of it because he spent a bunch of time and didn't get paid appropriately, appropriately for it. And that's the conflict I had to work through, right? And it's, it's funny because we've, we, we've all been taught to think win-win. Right? Like you've pro- maybe you've read Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, you know, which is the first place I read about a quote unquote win win, or he actually talks about a win win win. And, um, or even if you haven't read that one, because that's old school, like, dude, all the, all the books and business and self help talk about it. But here's the thing no one knows what it actually means. Most people in their subconscious, they're still walking around thinking that, oh man, if the other party profits too much, then I lose right? We perceive, oh, if they win bigger than me, or if we perceive that they win bigger than me, then it's a loss for us, even if we still get what we want. Even if we still, like, I could get what I want, but if I perceive that they got, you know, they won bigger or they got more of the situation, then it's a, then it's a loss for me. No, it's not a loss for you. You got what you want, but that's what we think. No one wants, no one wants to look like a loser. No one wants to feel like a sucker like I did on that day. And dude, I remember specifically a couple of months ago, um, th- this woman had scheduled a call with me, you know, and so she had listened to the podcast and she had followed me on social media and read all my posts, and like whatever, and was like, dude, okay, I, I need to work with this guy. So she schedules a call and we talk through, you know, she wants to lose about 30 pounds, um, talked about, you know, what she's doing for exercise right now, what she's doing for diet right now, what she's tried in the past, the whole deal. And she is... You know, she's, she's convinced that I have the solution or, or, or that I would be in a, you know, an effective coach who's got the solution based on all the content I've put out. Like, cool, 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 cool. All right. So then we get to price and literally what she said is she breaks it down in her, in her head. She somehow thinks, you know, she knows how much time I've put into learning all this shit over the last 10 years or whatever. And she goes, listen, I'm a board certified psychologist, right? I'm certified by a board, whatever that means. I don't know. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a certified medical professional or whatever. And, uh, and you would be making more than I, you, you would be making more on this deal per hour than I make working with clients. And I can't justify that. 
I was like, okay, well, you've got some really fucked up shit in your head because here is a problem that you were scouring the internet to find. You found my shit. You, you invested hours and hours in a listening to it over the course of the weeks. So you got to the point where you scheduled a phone call with me, but because you perceive that I would be making too much money, you are willing to let your problem go unsolved. That's fucking wild. And the problem's been unsolved, by the way, for this woman for like five, six, seven years. That's crazy. Think about that. Most of us can't let our fear of losing, or most of us can't let our own fear of losing stop us from creating, fuck, what am I trying to say? Most of us let our fear of losing stop us from creating creating true win-wins. This woman wanted what I had. She wanted the solution, but she was scared of losing. And so therefore she stayed stuck. Isn't that wild? So in our subconscious, we're walking around stressed out because every situation is a conflict that's either to be won or to be lost. And this creates sort of a host of problems. So first of all, it's just fucking exhausting walking around and thinking that everyone is out to get you. Like, that's just exhausting. There's no way around it. That's a, a tired way to live. But here's the other thing, dude. Everybody that you interact with, that you exchange energy with and money and time, no one really likes you. Because think about the message that you're sending when you try to cut someone's price. What you're saying is your time, your effort, your creative energy isn't as valuable as mine. Not a great way to build rapport. So instead of just saying, no, thank you, which simply means like there is no value match here, there's no win-win here, you ask for a discount, which says you don't deserve that price. I think you're going to make a lot of friends that way when that's what they perceive you're telling them? Probably not. But worst of all, if you're walking around thinking everyone is out to get you, if you think you lose every time Every time, you know, you get a little bit less or every time you enter into a partnership where the other party benefits, you're going to miss out on a whole host of opportunities that are available to you. A whole host of opportunities to win simply because you can't let the other party win with you. Right. So if we go back to this woman who couldn't justify paying me because I would be making more than her. I would be earning more money than her, which is the, the two things are completely irrelevant. Like what, what people do for a living is irrelevant, right? I don't raise the prices, prices for people who make more money and lower them for people who make less money. My price is based on me, the energy I put into my program, the years I've spent building it, right? The business model I have the, in the overhead that is required to support it. Like that's what it's based off of. But she couldn't justify that. So therefore, therefore, her problem remains unsolved. She's 30 pounds overweight still, unwilling to unwilling to let that problem be solved simply because another party would be perceived as winning. It's funny because I just told you about the the first truck I bought. The second one is a, is a, the second one is a, is a great example too because what I wanted was a Raptor. If you guys know what those are, you know, like, dude, at the time, probably still, you have to pre-order them. You can find a used one, but I want a new one. You got to pre-order them, right? And so uh, I called the dealership and I'm like, dude, um, <clears throat> you know, this is what I want. I want a Raptor. Can you, can you give me one? And they're like, yeah, yeah, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, just, just FYI, it's, um, it's $5,000 over MSRP. And I'm like, okay, 
I'm like, let's fucking do it. I want the truck, right? I don't give a shit about looking like a sucker. Like I'm already spending a decent amount of money on this truck. Like what's, you know, five grand is kind of a drop in the bucket. And, um, but you know, more importantly, I knew what I wanted. I wanted this fucking truck. And so I'm like, yeah, dude, let's do it. And here's the thing, being able to say yes to that. Well, now a year later, that truck is actually appreciated. Now the new ones are going for $25,000 over MSRP. So if I wanted to, I could turn around a year later and profit on a fucking used car, which, or, you know, it's now a used car, a car I bought new, I could sell it used and profit on it, which is like unheard of simply because I said yes. And I wasn't willing to let my fear of looking like a sucker stop me from getting the thing that I wanted. So because I was willing to say yes to that thing and create a win-win situation, that's what the dealer needed to feel good about, you know, selling me this truck. I wanted the truck. Now there was an opportunity and everybody's won. Can you, but can you think of opportunities that you've walked away from simply because you feared that the other party was winning too big, you know, and, and I bet you can, because we all have, we all have, but it's a, it's a very limiting way of thinking. So how do we, how do we overcome this? How do we overcome this? The solution as always is just to know what you want. It's just to know what you want. Can you define success for yourself? If you can enter into a situation, you can enter into a transaction, knowing what you want to get out of it, knowing what a win is for you, then you're primed to create a win-win. Because, you know, what I want and what the other party wants, it's almost like they're, they're, they're basically unrelated. They, we just have to discover what's a win for them, what's a win for us, and then we come together in the middle, and it's like, simply, do I have the resources to pay what they're asking if they have something that I want? And if I don't, I don't. But if I do, or if I can find them, let's go make that win, right? In the case in, of, of the first truck I was talking about, the Tacoma, I wanted my truck. I wanted certain wheels on it. I wanted a certain trim package. I wanted tins, you know, the whole deal, right? And I want to do it in my budget. And I knew if I could make all those things happen, I would be, and I would be winning, right? And so a simple, uh, a successful trip to the dealership is just me getting that. So even though I hadn't yet thought through this at the time, I also had an idea of who I wanted to be when I walked into that dealership. And I understood my values. I understood, I understood how I wanted to navigate the world. So it's like, hey, I want to get this truck. This is a win for me. So if we can make it work with the resources I have, I'm doing it. But also, like, I actually wanted the dealer to profit on this too. Because he was a client and he was a friend and I liked him. And I think that operating with that kind of genuine goodwill will always come back to you. Will always come back to you. And so... It's important to say that the opposite, what the opposite of that is, which is when you beat somebody up on price, when you feel like you can take what they have to offer, but you want to do it at a price that is lower than they deserve, you are degrading yourself. You're sending the signal to your subconscious mind that people's time and energy isn't valuable. So you won't ever be able to value your own time and energy. And if you put limits on the success or the reward that everyone else deserves, I guarantee that internally in your subconscious, you're putting limits on what you deserve. And that's a problem. That's a problem. 
So let me just say this. Is there ever a time and a place to negotiate? Like, of course, dude. Of course. Like you can't. Of course there is. I'll let you decide what the specific situations are. But I will just say this. If you're entering into a transaction with the intention of just paying the lowest price of getting the most for yourself, then you've already lost. You've created that energy I talked about that debases yourself. Because all you're saying is, I'm going to beat this person down. Uh, I'm going to take as much as possible without giving in return. And the energy exchange is going to be fucked up, even if you quote unquote win and get what you want. But if you want to create a true win-win, start by knowing what you want. What is winning for me in this situation? And then go into it and just uncover what the other party wants. What, What do they want? And then figure out how you can give them what they want. And here's a real key. Make sure you're doing it. Make sure you're giving them what they want with excitement rather than resentment. That's so powerful. The energy with which you exchange is so powerful too. If you have to pay everything from a place of resentment, like, oh, I guess I'll fork it over now. Dude, that, that energy is, only, is not going to serve you. But if you can, if you can give people what they want with gratitude, like, man, I'm, I'm so, I'm glad that I'm able to have the resources to pay you. I'm glad I'm able to give you what you want and make your life better so I can get what I want and make my life better. It changes the dynamic and it creates sort of this expansive energy. That's the whole point of creating a win-win situation in the first place. So, um, you know, definitely not fitness related today, but it's a mindset piece and it's a mindset that you can extrapolate out and carry over in every other area of your life. The energy with which you navigate all of your relationships and all of your, um, you know, transactions, I guess, if you will, has a huge effect on yourself, right? So the way that you treat other people has a huge impact on how you see yourself. So creating win-wins is about having respect for yourself so you can have respect for others and create a virtuous cycle rather than a vicious cycle of disrespecting other people's time and energy, which ultimately doesn't serve you because you're only going to be able, you're never going to be able to really value your own time and energy if you never value anybody else's. All right. That's what I got for you uh, for today, guys. If you like this, found it valuable, just dude, hit the little share button, send it over to it to a friend uh, who you think might catch, catch some value from it. Um, the reviews are awesome. So thank you for that. If you head over to missing peace podcast, podcast.com, you can go to Apple, iTunes, whatever. And, um, you know, leave a review where you're listening. That would be much appreciated. And uh, of course, jump on into our discord community. I'd love to see you guys over there. All right. All that's available on missing peace podcast.com. I'll talk to you soon.